This audio program may contain descriptions of violence and topics that may not be suitable for everyone. Please listen with caution. Do you know what the most frightening thing in the world is? It's fear. I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna bash your brains. Why, she wouldn't even harm a fly. fireplace right here, here in the studio so that you know <laughs> to keep us warm yeah, for these record. winter months <laughs> yeah, oh the crackling in the bag would be lovely though <laughs> we can insert that in post <laughs> okay, bye uh okay this is helen hi horror hey i'm austin that's rappy yep that's me do you have anything to get into before we get into our halloween topic um i think i'm good I'm yeah. always right, so I never have any corrections. <laughs> <laughs> you don't um, have anything personal you'd like to announce? Or I mean, my life's a mess. Vetch about. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just have lots I have to do all the time, but yes. I think after this, I'm just going to go home and sleep and forget about it. Yay. I did my psychology homework just now. Mm-hmm. Well, I was like, we had a uh, topic mix up. Oh, yeah. I thought it was haunted <laughs> houses. It wasn't. But, but so now it is haunted houses. Yeah, now it is haunted houses, though, because I never change. No. <laughs> even when I'm wrong, I'm right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so today we're doing haunted houses yes. and not Halloween legends, yeah. which we are actually considering changing to Halloween origins. Yeah, I think it's either or. Yeah. Because so, um, both of them aren't the broadest topics, but together they make enough options yeah. for us to pick from. I mean, I'm I'm pretty solid on Origins just because of, yeah. you know, Sawin and all that mm-hmm. and whatever. We'll but um, one. Yeah, we'll figure that out. But today we're doing Haunted Houses. Yay! It's part of our Halloween series. It is Halloween all October. Yep. In our minds. And then and November is just Christmas. No. Same with December. <laughs> I was in Walmart the other day and they had Christmas music playing. I was like, what the fuck is Muppet's this? Christmas Carol? No. Oh, no that's no. always my favorite to listen to it. Staying home and being warmed by the fire. It's, it's true. It's, it's true. much too early. Well, so. for some people. Uh, and Scrooge. so my Christmas will likely be pretty shitty. Well, you're a Jew. I'm half and half because I'm having surgery. When? Bef- right before? Um, on Christmas? You can't have it on Christmas. That's when <laughs> Jesus was born. It'll either be immediately <laughs> after uh-huh. or like immediately before. Like like the 26th or the 24th? No, like the, the week before oh. or after. Um, hey, hopefully it's after so you can have a good Christmas. <laughs> I, I, I can't even do that because I can't gain any weight until then. Um, so, um, yikes. yes, I'm have I'm getting sleeved, which I'm looking forward to, even though, you know, it's going to suck for a little while. Yeah. But I'm looking forward to it. I will never be hungry or thirsty again in my life. <laughs> really? It does thirst? Yep. It does both. And they like say, if you're if you're in the desert, you won't be thirsty. Well, yeah, they say it's because it takes away the hormones that make you hungry and thirsty. Oh, well, you got to be careful about that. Yes, I have to. I'm gonna have to log a lot of things. Yeah, you just gotta always like start your day and end your day with water and oh, stuff yeah. like that. I'm gonna have to like be mindful of my water intake. Yeah, and stuff like that, and I'll have to like remind myself to eat. Yeah. The only thing I'm not allowed to have, get this, for the rest of my life, the only thing I'm not allowed to have, I can have. No. (laughs) Not hot dogs. Um, It's not not cake. It's not like fried chicken that I can't have like immediately. It's carbonated beverages. Ooh, I wouldn't be able to do it. Well, yeah, because, you know, all I drink is seltzer. Seltzer. So (laughs) I'm going to have to get used to that. What happens if you do it? Do you explode? It expands your stomach. So but it, like if like you had it, if you had it one time, one time it wouldn't. It would probably be really uncomfortable. Gotcha. So no soda, man. I drink. I know. You drink so I drink much. Probably diet soda and diet cokes a day. Like I've already <laughs> had six. I've had six diet cokes today. today. Wow. It's I mean, five p.m. Like I can do without. <laughs> 
like I know I shouldn't drink soda anyway, but like seltzer, I'm like it's water. <laughs> right. If I, I mean, my family's just um the type of family who's like, well, if you're gonna buy seltzer, you might as well buy soda. <laughs> but if I had seltzer, I would drink less soda because yeah. sometimes I just drink soda because I want the carbonation and yeah. it's what I have. I like that the has burn. Yeah. So, like, if I had seltzer, I'd probably cut my soda down in half. I'm mm-hmm. just too poor to buy it for to myself. It, yeah. And my family's too they don't drink much it. of yeah. a trailer park to be like, <laughs> no, we don't need that fancy stuff. We'll just buy soda. And it's like, it's different stuff. <laughs> it is different. It's, it's very different. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's what's going on with me. I can't ga- gain any weight. So, um... Halloween is my cheat day. The rest of the time, I yeah. have to be good. I'm going to have Eat to be. everything. Yes. Because then it's like, at least, if you gain, like, a pound or two, I'm sure you could lose it before that. You know what oh, I mean? Exactly. So Halloween's far and enough away. And like, it's not even their rule. It's the yeah. insurance company's right. rule. And I have to drink protein shakes afterwards, which are just yucky to me. Because well, I'm, I'm very so, particular about liquids. Right. I don't like protein shakes because they're too sugary. Okay. But I've noticed that if you... I mean, probably right afterwards, you can't have yogurt. I can't. It's clear liquids yeah. right after. But if you get like, everyone's always like, chocolate tastes the best because it tastes more like chocolate. But it's so sweet that when that I get chocolate, like it. yeah. it's like sweet on sweet. So I, I always go for like the vanilla or sometimes there's strawberry or mm-hmm. sometimes you can get you can get protein shakes that are like fruit flavored and stuff like that see that weirds me out i can't do it but then it's just like drinking juice if you make it thin enough exactly our friend ray Mm -hmm. who's been on a few of our episodes um i went to her birthday party the other day Mm -hmm. and one of her friends like a mutual friend that i hadn't met before she had the same surgery a year and a half ago and she has been so much help. Like, I friended her. She's been messaging me. I ask her any question I have. She looks fucking fantastic, by God, the way. I want that surgery so bad. <laughs> I know. but um, I can't get it. I'm not big enough. <laughs> I know. Fuck I, you. Well, like, I was the in the fuck? office, and I looked around, and I'm like, I'm a skinny here. Yeah. You <laughs> have to be, like, a certain amount of weight over. Most people who get it are, like, like, I feel like you're just over, like, in that threshold, like you've just made it. Well, I'm like I, like I, surprisingly, I mean, I didn't even know when I looked up, I'm at 50, my BMI is like 50, which is a lot. Yeah. So, but he, the doctor was saying, he was like, you know, I use less incisions for someone like you than I would for someone who's over 400. Yeah. It's definitely, there's a difference, but with this surgery, I'm expected to lose all of my excess weight in a year. Man, I want it so bad. I know, right? Should I gain a bunch of weight? <laughs> and then do it? Yeah. See, my BMI is like a 30. Uh-huh. But also, if the doctor takes my BMI, it's different than if I do my BMI because uh-huh. they take in measurements. Mm-hmm. So, like, my breasts are bigger. <laughs> yes. And my butt is bigger, which still doesn't really, it doesn't change the BMI exactly, but they can do it so you're not, like, if you go and look at a chart, a 30 is like obese or yes. something like that. It's I wouldn't like the, consider myself right. an obese no, person. No, I'm, I'm not, I wouldn't either. <laughs> because a lot of my weight is in my thighs and butt. Like, yeah. We're basically the opposite. Like, I feel like you have tiny legs and tiny arms and a tiny face. <laughs> you just carry all your weight in your stomach. I We're do. like, I don't carry my weight in my stomach. Well, it's all in my, like, and, thighs. And that's what the doctor was explaining to me. Because, you know, I filled out the questionnaire and then he asked me some questions. He goes, he looks at me, he goes, I know exactly what's wrong with you. Mm-hmm. He says, I've done over 6,000 of these surgeries. And he said, you produce too much of these two hormones. It's genetic. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know, it kept your ancestors alive when there were famines, but now there are no famines. Yeah. People who have your your hormonal defect, they gain all their weight from their breasts to their thighs. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's me. Yeah. Like, that is quintessentially how I carry my weight. They have like a wall of all their before and afters. And there was this one woman who was like, she was very, very large in her before. And now she's like skinny. Yeah. And he's like, that's one of the nurses that'll probably be attending to you. Mm, yeah. I want to be a skinny mini. <laughs> no. I've never been. I, you know what? I just want my thighs mm-hmm. to not be their size. Like if I could get plastic surgery, I would definitely get plastic surgery on my thighs. Uh, oh, because I, I can't, can't wait to get plastic surgery after I, this. I can't lose the weight on my thighs. Even mm-hmm. when I work out. 
they're still just well, as big. They're, they're just muscular. Hard. Yeah. yeah, they just turn hard. Like uh-huh. they can't lose. They they never get thinner. Yeah, I just want them to be thin. Yeah, I know. Like I've tried. I've worked so hard at it, and still, it, they're just it like doesn't. hard. Yeah, it's just it's you know the way our bodies are shaped. Yeah. Sometimes I just want it to be. I'll save up. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Part of this, he was like, you know, afterwards, you're going to have to have skin removal surgery. And I was like, yeah, I know that. I'm prepared for that. And I was like, oh, but then they get to like just tighten everything up. Maybe Mm -hmm. I'll get my boobs lifted. It'll be fun. Your ass will probably look less flat. Well, yes, hopefully, because there isn't as much around it. Mm -hmm. Um, So poor, poor flat butt. Maybe they can stick some in there. I know, right? Well, that's, <laughs> ask if they that's, can save that's some. That's been my dream. It's like just save a little and put it <laughs> put it in the back. <laughs> Say it's a necessary surgery. In my exactly. Cover it. <laughs> well, yeah. no, I will, I will probably be still flat assed, but. <laughs> not fat. Yeah. Which isn't to say it's bad to be fat. You can totally be fat, but yeah. my back is fucking killing yeah, me. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's like a certain, you know, point where it's like, okay, your health though. Yes, exactly. Yeah. You, you know, do whatever you want. I do. I want to live for a little bit longer. So anyway, haunted yeah. houses. Yeah, haunted houses. Oh, and also, I know this is a lot before our thing, but I did want to say RIP'd my Uncle Chris. Yes. Um, I'm going to his memorial service. On Saturday, and he was truly one of us. All he did was sit home and watch documentaries about the Yeti he and the Bigfoot. Bigfoot. He <laughs> loved Bigfoot and the Loch Ness Monster and everything. So, R.I.P. Uncle Chris. He was great. He's a good one. He was. He used to call my dad and leave <laughs> messages on my dad's answering machine because there's a time difference between here and California. He would go. <laughs> the beginning of his message was, Hey, honey. <laughs> like, like you would talk to him as if he was his wife. <laughs> uh, we could we could say um, the same thing that was said about. Oh, I'm not going to remember now. <laughs> Heaven just got a one stud of an angel. What was that? Who said that? No, I don't know. Some daughter said it about their their father. Heaven, I don't know. Heaven just got a little bit weirder. That's more accurate. <laughs> well, maybe he went to hell. He could have. I hear it's not that bad anymore. <laughs> if you watch The Good Place, it seems kind of fun. Yeah. You went first last time. So I will go first. This is my story that I've picked within the last half hour. Yeah. <laughs> Might be. It's okay. It's still a good one. And I hadn't heard about it. I'm going to be talking about the Myrtles Plantation. And in both of our stories, there is... Heavy slavery shit. Oh, yeah. But so, mine has Nicolas Cage, so it's better. Yours does have Nicolas Cage, so. <laughs> and I mean, it's kind of Spoiler nice. Alert. Because they kind of get what they deserve. The slaves? Yeah. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. In my, in my story, the white people get what they deserve. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, this is where we turn real racist. Yeah. <laughs> just all of a sudden we do a complete 180. Yeah. <laughs> So, the Myrtles Plantation is a historic antebellum plantation house with 22 rooms over 22, 22, over two floors. <laughs> 22 <laughs> floors. One room Could you floor. imagine? <laughs> oh, it's just very mm-hmm. vertical. <laughs> but tiny, tiny yes. square footage. <laughs> it's 5,000 square feet, but only up. (laughs) (laughs) It was built in 1796 Mm. by um, General David Bradford, and it sat on 600 acres. I know, right? That's a lot of land. It's so much. And it's in Francisville, Louisiana. Louisiana. (laughs) My dad and I were talking yesterday, because, you know, of course, my my cousin said something racist about accents, even though their mother is from Ireland and has a yeah. thick accent. So wait, wait, wait. Girl cousin, boy cousin, girl cousin. Oh, so um, Austin has a very good looking boy cousin. It was not him. <laughs> <laughs> of course not. He's perfect. <laughs> so my dad, he he was like, and you know, they're not that hard to understand. Like foreigners aren't that hard to understand. He was like, the hardest people to understand are people from the bayou. <laughs> <laughs> that's not racist no but he was he was oh okay he, he, people from the, he was saying people from like louisiana are much are. harder to understand like, than like, foreigners like baton rouge oh my god like the um louisiana. the gypsy blanchard oh yeah. sorry 
okay, it's a name, but that word is a slur, and yeah. I don't like using it. But her, <laughs> her, her name, name is Gypsy. I, it's her name. So the documentary about her, her father is like unintelligible. Mm-hmm. Like they, I can't all the words are mashed together. So it it's is. not Louisiana. It's Louisiana. Like it's just Louisiana. a garble. Yeah, yeah. I used to live near there. So this is that area. <laughs> Bradford, live- but beautiful people, <laughs> beautiful, just wonderful, beautiful people. <laughs> I mean, I everything I've seen is they're nice. I just can't understand yeah. a, a single word they say. Yeah. So, Bradford lived there alone for several years, until he was pardoned for his part in the Whiskey Rebellion. Mm-hmm. At which point, he moved his wife and five children to the plantation from Pennsylvania. So he was basically in hiding at this like huge house. <laughs> Rough life, man. Yeah, right? Um, all the whiskey rebellion. The whiskey. Fun. They <laughs> called him, um, they called him Whiskey Dave. <laughs> that was his nickname. <laughs> David Bradford Whiskey uh, Dave. Whiskey Dave, ma'am. <laughs> so he died in 1808, at which point his wife Elizabeth took over the estate. She died in 1831. Before she died, she transferred management of the estate to Clark Woodruff, who had been one of Bradford's former law students. Wait, she died 30 years after him? Yeah. How old? She must have been younger than I have no idea what ages these people are. At that time, people got married at like eight. (laughs) Like eight, yes. I mean, not men. They had to be like 50, but they got the eight-year-old. So So, um, this guy, Clark Woodruff, he was Bradford's law student at one point. He then became a lawyer. And he married Bradford's daughter, Sarah Matilda. So she's now Sarah Woodruff. Matilda. Matilda. And it's spelled like M-A-T-H-I-L-D-A. Like Matt Hilda. Gross. (laughs) I've changed my all into an O. (laughs) While living at the home, two of the Woodruff's three children and Sarah died. Ooh. They said this was from yellow fever. But... There's an alternative story. <gasps> the slaves. <laughs> yes. <laughs> According to legend, Woodruff had an affair with a servant girl named Chloe. Chloe agreed to the affair to avoid working in the field. So basically she yeah, didn't. Yeah, well, fucking smart Chloe. Yeah. Well, but she did not want to. That's the point. Right, right, right. It was just like, I don't want to work <laughs> it, in the field. Yes. Plus, I'm sure if she had said no, he would have made her life even worse. Exactly. He wouldn't have been like, so oh, she well, was, she doesn't have to. She, she, <laughs> strong self-preservation yeah. here. Woodruff eventually grew bored with Chloe, but she was determined to stay in the home. She didn't want to work in those fields. Fucking Louisiana heat. I know. Chloe. place to work. I know, right? It's just the worst. I'd be like, I live in Virginia where it's like kind of okay (laughs) all the time. Yeah, right? Can we just move up a little bit? Out of the swamp. (laughs) (laughs) Slaves got a chance. (laughs) Um, Can I get like an air conditioner? (laughs) No. And then they were like, fuck you, Chloe. (laughs) So Chloe began to eavesdrop. To learn about the family's personal affairs in order to stay in the house to kind of like blackmail them. Why it, wouldn't she just be like, I'll tell your wife? Or did she know? She probably didn't give a shit, the wife. But Chloe, Chloe's a smart cookie. Mm-hmm. One day she was caught doing this. She was caught eavesdropping. And as a punishment, Woodruff cut one of her ears off. Yeah. yeah. From then on, she wore a green turban to hide the scar. But the ears... Th- it still had the hole, right? Yeah. There was a hole, worked. but it was probably gruesome to look at. Right. But yeah. it still worked. So it didn't... Yeah. It's not like she couldn't hear it after. It didn't end the eavesdropping is yeah. all I'm saying. After this incident, some say Chloe began to poison the Woodruff family slowly Good. through their food. With her gross ear drippings. <laughs> no, not with the ear drippings. <laughs> <laughs> so some people said this was because she wanted to heal them and win her way back into the house. But others said it was purely vengeful. So for the eldest daughter's birthday, Chloe baked a cake. And in the cake was oleander flowers. Very poisonous. Some believed that this is how the two Woodruff daughters and Sarah had actually died. Afterwards, the other slaves on the plantation feared that they would be blamed. So they dragged Chloe to the courtyard and hanged her. Hung. 
hung, hanged. Hung. Some people say hanged. It's not correct. <laughs> they hung her. She was they well hanged hung. her. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. Some, hanged. It depends. <laughs> then they disposed of her body by weighing it down with rocks in a nearby river. After this incident, Woodruff began barricading many of the rooms inside the home, including those of his deceased children. People who have since lived in the house have reported spotting Chloe on several occasions. Huh. There's also Missing her ear? Yeah, with the green turban. Mm. They say that's how they spot her. There's also one particular mirror in the home, which is said to contain the souls of Sarah Woodruff and her two children. <gasps> it's like Coraline. <laughs> well, and this is because, you know, in Victorian mourning customs, you're supposed to cover, cover all, all the, the mirrors. mirrors. But this mirror was left uncovered for some reason. People report seeing handprints appear on the mirror. At random. So one of the sightings of Chloe was actually captured on film in a famous black and white image. She's seen standing in a window. After all of this, Woodruff and his daughter Octavia moved. And Rough sold name. Octavia. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they moved. They sold the plantation to Grace Sterling and his wife, Mary Catherine Cobb. Cobb is a terrible last name. Well, unless your first name's Corn, <laughs> and your middle name's Omna. <laughs> so Sterling remodeled the home and nearly doubled its size. Good. That's what it needed. That is what it needed. More rooms. <laughs> <laughs> he also imported furniture from Europe to furnish the house. At this point, Sterling named the home the Myrtles after crepe myrtle trees that grew on the property. Sterling died in 1854 and left the plantation to Mary Cobb. The house was robbed of its fine furnishings during the Civil War Ooh. when Union soldiers came in and just ransacked the place. I mean, that and was it's... a little rude of them, but okay. <laughs> and it's also believed that during this raid, I guess you could call it a raid or a robbery, whatever, they killed three people. What the fuck? Did they have <laughs> slaves there? I Yeah, they did at that point, but I don't know if the people who were killed were slaves. Well, I'm just wondering, like, did they raid a place? Like, if they didn't own slaves, then they really shouldn't no. have raided the oh, place. Oh, well, this plantation, there were slaves. Yeah. So they should have freed the slaves. But, I mean, I, well, control yourself, Union <laughs> soldiers. You don't need to, like, destroy <laughs> <everyone>. everything. Yeah. <laughs> Cobb hired her son-in-law in 1865. His name was William Drew Winter to manage the estate. Mm-hmm. Drew and Sarah Sterling, now Sarah Winter, had six kids, and one of them died from typhoid when they were three years old. Oh. The family fortune was lost because it was tied up in Confederate currency, and the Winters <laughs> had to sell the plantation. Uh, well, that's rough. See? I'm saying karma. <laughs> so they had to sell the plantation in 1868, but they were able to buy it back in 1870, so they weren't hit that hard. Yeah. Um, in 1871, William Winter was murdered on the 17th. Wait, they had to sell it in 1868. Oh, I thought you said 78. No, 68, and then they bought it back two years later. Yeah. In 1871, William Winter was murdered on the 17th step of the porch of okay, the home. Lots, too many steps. It is too many steps. And wow. they think it was a man named E.S. Weber who mm -hmm. shot him, and Guests and future owners now see Winter's ghost crawling up the steps where he died. I would love to see that. <laughs> you would love to see Even that. in real life. Like, yeah, it's a shame you're dying, but yeah. man. <laughs> what an image. <laughs> what an image. Oh, God. Sarah Winter stayed at the home until her death in 1878, but her mother, Mary Cobb, outlived her. How? She, she died in 1880. <laughs> and she was still From in the house. heartbreak by then. I, yeah, <laughs> like, right? Everyone I love is dead. <laughs> <laughs> and she passed the home on to her son, Stephen, which would be Sarah's brother. Okay. Stephen sold it in 1886 to Oren D. Brooks, who later sold it in 1889. And it got passed around for some time in there. Then it was purchased by Harrison Milton Williams in 1891. And in the early 20th century, the land surrounding the plantation was split among his heirs. Okay. So it's no longer a 600-acre. Yeah, I mean, fine. Yeah. 
Come on. It's too much. <laughs> Today? No way. No. Probably seven malls and a cheesecake factory. <laughs> Two cheesecake factories. <laughs> <laughs> the house itself was sold to Marjorie Munson in the 1950s. Munson started to notice odd things happening in the home. After her strange experiences, people became interested in what was going on in the house, and numerous investigations have taken place Mm -hmm. so far. According to lore, the house is built on a Native American burial ground. Well. And some have reported seeing a young Native girl's ghost. Okay. Okay. It hasn't been reported before this, but okay, sure. <laughs> well, it, it's a little muddy. It might have, it might have not. Is it where in Louisiana is it? Uh, Francis. Is that by that something? one? Or I by... have no idea. I don't know the geography. No. I'm just curious. I think it's like down if in it's that area. Swamp lands. They're not gonna put. A, I mean, it wouldn't be on the swamp. But... No, it's not. It's um. It's but. like, you know, there's live oak and stuff around it. It's, it's not super swampy, but it's fine, still in the fine. swamp. Fine, fine. I believe that maybe it is. <laughs> Others. <laughs> this, one, this one thing's really throwing me up. Ah, well, Native American burial ground, then no way. <laughs> <laughs> so others state that there's a blood stain in the doorway about the size of a human body from when the Union soldiers ransacked the house. Oh, not from when he got shot in the front steps. No, that was on the steps. <laughs> and they say that it can't be cleaned. Nothing gets it out. And cleaning staff report that they aren't able to mop or sweep in that spot. Like, they they just can't move. Huh. Like, they cannot move the broom or the mop in that spot. Yeah. And now it's a like a bed and breakfast. <laughs> Oh, and oh my it. gosh. I saw a sign the other day at Joanne's. I, mm-hmm. I should I should really go back and buy it. And it's, it's light up. So it's in like a little glass box. And the box itself lights up, but the letters are in black. black mm-hmm. And there's like a little skeleton on it. And it looks like it's cracked. And it, it says... Um, dead and breakfast breakfast. I like that (laughs) I was like that's so great it's the first time I ever saw a sign say that I was like that's amazing (sighs) yep so that's it now people investigate it and people stay there to see if they can experience anything well isn't that something it is something I'm ready for yours Okay. <laughs> so, um, mine. We're going American Horror Story. Here. Yeah. So, <laughs> I only picked this because, well, for one, I was really excited about it because I'm very busy. Mm-hmm. It's very hard for me. I'm dropping a lot of balls. <laughs> Luckily, Austin's scooping them up for me. But, <laughs> so, when I, I was, like, at school, and, you know, me, I, I could just check. It's on Google Docs. She made it so easy for me to just fucking check. But I was like, nah, nah, nah. It's definitely haunted houses. So I just fucking wrote this whole thing up. But the only reason I picked it is because <laughs> our national fucking treasure oh God. owned it. Uh, we'll get into that. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. I love that that's your reasoning. Because this is also, well, like, such a rich story. It is. But I, I knew of it. But uh-huh. I didn't know... Like, the first thing I ever learned was Nicolas Cage owns a haunted house. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, let me learn about the haunted yes. house kind of thing. <laughs> so then I was like, let me really learn about it. Because I just knew it was, like, slaves who, like, died there and stuff. Did you see the American Horror Story season about it? No, I don't watch that. <sighs> but that's a good season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it was that. Oh, <laughs> well, fine. Everyone's about to know Kathy, about it. Kathy Bates plays her. Well, <laughs> well fine. Fine. <laughs> I didn't know everyone already knew. <laughs> no. Well, it doesn't go into real detail about yeah, it. This but... is all factual. So how about that? I got most of this information. Uh-huh. I, I do have to say just from um, the ghost tour. <laughs> there's like a whole biography, like a well done, well researched website for on the, the website. Tour? There's like a whole thing. So you don't I got even most... have to go. I know. I was like, this is great. Yeah. But I would like to go. This yes. seems like a pretty house. <laughs> Anyway, so they call it the La Lorie house um, because of Madame La Lorie. So let's get into her first. So um, she is now known as the cruel mistress of the haunted house. That's such a vague Yeah, I was like, okay, who knows her like that? But that's what they said. So I was like, in case you ever heard that. Because it's not like a name like when you say it, the first question would be like, 
okay, but who's that? Like, yeah. it's not like, oh, okay, you know? Yeah, it's not like, well, I mean, we're different, but it's like you hear of the Night Stalker, and you're, yeah, like, and you're oh, like, like, we oh, get it, okay. but that's vague. Yeah, this is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but her real name is Marie Delphine McCarty. Well, that's how she was born. McCarty, yes. It later changes, because she gets married a bunch of times, and <laughs> she was born um, March 19th, 1787, so she's an old bat. Yep. Her father's name was Louis. She's French. So, so it's Louis. Louis. <laughs> um, and her mother's name was Marie. They're all Marie. <laughs> yeah. Fucking. The, the whole family was really wealthy, politically powerful, all this good stuff. They had, <laughs> it said that many of her relatives owned and managed extensive real estates and slaves. And I was oh, like, God. okay. <laughs> um, and Probably they... not a great idea to mention real estates and people in the same <laughs> sentence. <laughs> and her, oh, her family originated from Ireland. So I know a lot about her clearly because that just surprised me. (laughs) Okay, so she had they had a child before her, um, and his this is just really worded weirdly, but (laughs) the her brother, her older brother, his name is Louis, Mm -hmm. Louis, Louis. So she is the second child in the family, but she didn't actually get baptized, which I think this is kind of sad, for about five years after her death or after her death after her birth. (laughs) Um, and they said that the Catholic Church only did that when they thought the child was likely to die. <gasps> oh, no. Like, like they weren't going to waste a baptism. Yeah. I was like, it's, it's just some it's holy fucking water. water. Just yeah. Just fucking baptize Just sprinkle it on her. You're yeah. done. So. And like, um, why wouldn't you baptize a kid if she's going to hell? she was going to die. Yeah. Like, that's opposite reasoning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but eventually she was. So good for her. Good. She's not in hell. But she is. Yeah, she definitely so, is. So <laughs> in June of the 1800s, the year, not the 1800s, um, anyway, <laughs> she married a guy named Don Ramon de Lopez y Anguilo. Okay. What um, the fuck? Yeah, I don't know. He's got seven last names. He was a Spanish officer, a mm-hmm. high-ranking one. Four years later, they traveled to Spain and he died. <laughs> oh, God. But so she wasn't with him when he died. Some say he passed like during just his travels, like he got sick and passed, but there's not like a clear answer to it. So Mm -hmm. some are like, well, maybe he was murdered. Maybe she killed him. But by all accounts, it says like I looked on a few places and they were all like, no, she wasn't with him. So it doesn't say where she was, but she had to be somewhere that people were like, she clearly wasn't with him. You know what I mean? During the voyage, Delphine... God. Um, gave birth to a daughter named Maria Borgia Delphine Lopez y Anguilla de la Can- Jesus. Candelaria, Why? nickname Porquita. <laughs> okay. <laughs> everything Yikes. the nickname. Um, they stayed in Spain for a little bit after mm-hmm. um, he dies, but they moved back to New Orleans. She was living there with him before they had gone to Madrid. Mm-hmm. Um where he died, but it doesn't say where. But not in that house. Just yeah, like somewhere just in, in New in Orleans. The area. Yeah. yeah. So she moves back and she eventually marries Jean Blanquet, a banker, merchant, lawyer, and legislator. And they married in eighteen oh eight. So eight years after. Okay. That's a, that's a, a fair amount. No. <laughs> no, it isn't. Is. So he bought the property um with a house on fourteen oh nine Royal Street. Um, she gave birth to four more children. Holy shit. Marie Louise. Louise Marie. God. Uh, what? Wait, what? <laughs> these are all, these are all awful. Wait, Marie Louise Pauline, Louise Marie Lurie, Marie Louise Jenny, and Jenny Perry Pauline Blanquet. That's so fucking What confusing. the fuck is happening? <laughs> um, but then Blanquet, her husband dies in 1860. Of course. So her third and final marriage happens in 1825, so almost 10 years later. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's very controversial. So she married Louise Nicholas LaLaurie. Another Louise. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Leonard Louise oh. Nicholas LaLaurie. Everyone's got seven names. I Come know. On, just pick one name. It's uh-uh. fine. Who was born in France, but he lived in America. Mm-hmm. He was a doctor, 
And they met because one of Delphine's, I don't know which one, but one of her daughters, she had like a spine deformity. And so she took her to go see this doctor and that's when they met yeah because he was the doctor okay right so that's how they met but he was unable to cure her but delphine was like all over this like white on rice (laughs) although she was love this fact 20 years his senior so she was 20 years older than him still scooped him up yeah but they say they he only married her because she became pregnant with his child before they got married. Oh, no. And then he was like, fuck, guess I have to marry you because yeah. that's the times. He just thought that nothing else could come out of there. Yeah. But it could. Oh, she was like, <laughs> oh, man, I thought you were so old. <laughs> he moves to France to run away. Oh, God. <laughs> and his brother's like, dude, you got to come back. And he's like, fuck, I guess I'll go back and marry her. <laughs> that's <laughs> terrible. He hates her so much. Yeah. He, he was like, I'll just fucking leave. <laughs> um, so in 1831... Delphine purchases the property at 1140 Royal Street, where she would live with La Lori and two of her children. But, you know, the others had moved out by this time. Mm-hmm. Neighbors and everyone, basically everyone says, like, the marriage was not a good one. He yeah. was miserable and she was just like a cranky old bat. Neighbors would say they heard the couple arguing and he just always seemed unhappy. He didn't want to go home. Mm-hmm. He didn't, like, talk about her or anything. And so in 1834, uh, Louis LaLaurie packs his bags and moves out, Ooh. never to return again. Really? Yep. So... This is basically the thing that people say drove her batshit insane. Mm -hmm. Like losing her husband drove her crazy because by all accounts they fought a lot. But like she wasn't miserable in the marriage from what I gathered. He was miserable and she just like was one of those people who liked to fight. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, I want you to love me more. Mm -hmm. And he was like, well, I don't. Like, you know what I mean? Like she just (laughs) wanted him. She was like a curmudgeon because he didn't love her. Yeah, she was like. Love me more. I want all this attention, blah, blah, uh, blah. And he was like, I basically married you because you had my kid. Can't you just, like, be a good wife yeah. and, like, make me dinner? And she, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm sure it was a lot of that where uh-huh. it's like, I don't, though. You're ugly and mm-hmm. old. Uh, and I'm stuck here. He probably, like, hated that, you know? Yeah. So it drove her insane. Mm-hmm. Um, soon rumors spread about her, like, beating up her slaves. And a lot of people were like, oh, well, it's just because, like, she needs to get her anger out Mm -hmm. and then people were like oh "Oh, no she's really fucking hurting her slaves like man yeah and even though slaves were seen as property back then Mm -hmm. a lot of people were like be careful how you beat them unless you want to kill them which sounds awful i don't think this way (laughs) but i'm gonna say this like they would say it so it was like frowned upon what yeah it's like don't beat them unless they have a reason to because then they can't work for you but so were her slaves were they working? Were they producing something? I thought I they were mainly They just... were just like maids and stuff yeah. like that. But people were still like, okay, well, in the future, if you sell them or mm-hmm. whatever, it was just like weird. It's just yeah. a weird thing. Well, because like, I was going to say, if they were like, listen, don't beat your slaves. And the slaves are just like maids and stuff. It's like, you fucking know they're people. Like, yeah. you know, well, you yeah, know and it's what you're doing like, is wrong. Yeah. So an incident happened in 1833. Mm-hmm. Leah, a young slave in the household mm. don't know how young she is they didn't tell me um she fell to her death in the courtyard <gasps> every single person every mm-hmm. single wikipedia everything they all say that she definitely pushed her yeah they just didn't have like proof. no one believes she because slaves can't slaves were like wives back then your slave couldn't testify against you in court mm-hmm. so when they were like what happened it's like i can't talk bad about my owner yeah so now there's no proof mm-hmm. there was an investigation which i thought was odd but there was. And so instead of arresting her because they couldn't, they didn't have any proof, they freed all her. I don't think they freed them. They just freed them from her. They, like, mm-hmm. gave, you they, know, they, they were, like, you're being sold somewhere else, whatever. Yeah, they, they, um, yeah, they weren't, yeah, they weren't else. like, yeah. go free, you're fine. One by one, she purchased them all back. What? The same exact one. Yeah, that's really weird. Yeah. So no one really knew what went on the in, in the house or whatever mm-hmm. until 1834. On April 10th, a fire breaks out. <gasps> the fire ends up destroying part of the house, but it brought to light seven slaves who were starved, tortured, and chained up in the upper part of the building. Oh. The really bad ones received medical treatment and they got food and drink. Like, they were so bad that people were like, fuck, we have to save the slaves. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you, you know it's bad if they're giving free shit to slaves like yeah 
back in a time where they were like, slaves, they're there for whatever you need. Yeah, when they were fucking horrible. Yeah. Nearly 2,000 townspeople came to view the victims because they were like, we thought she was torturing them this whole time and fuck, here they are. Yeah. She really was. They were appalled, obviously, by everything Mm -hmm. they were seeing. So they wanted the sheriff to arrest her. They were expecting it. So they were all waiting around like, oh, let's wait and see her get arrested. Like, she deserves this. There was no television then. (laughs) Yeah. They were just like, fuck, let's have a picnic. Um, So, but the sheriff never came and no action was taken so the crowd slowly transformed into a mob (laughs) that's one way to get things done yeah so madame lalaurie managed to escape but the crowd ended up stripping the interior of valuables and like basically demolished the house they damaged walls and the roof and shit like that the theory the lore behind it all i guess you could say is that the reason uh the fire was set in the first place was by a slave who was chained to the stove who was so desperate to get out and to get help that she set the fire herself so that people would come Uh uh-huh publication after publication paper after paper Mm -hmm. all published shit like this being like madame lalaurie she's a monster a demon in the shape of a woman one paper said (laughs) yuri itself escaped from hell said another a lot of the stories there are some non-truths behind this Uh uh-huh she did keep them in bad conditions there were a bunch of dead bodies found. What? Like, like buried, like in the backyards ah. and stuff. It says where later on, but there's a lot of things that are like, a slave was said to have a hole drilled into his head with a wooden spoon. That, um, is that possible? <laughs> well, like with a wooden spoon sticking out. So like she drilled a hole and oh, like stuck and a spoon in. in. Okay. Um, another person was said to be found with skin peeled back so tissues and muscles were exposed one was said to have their intestines removed and wrapped around their waist others were covered in honey and black ants all this stuff was said to be true and uh unfortunately most of them are Uh, (laughs) uh, (laughs) like you almost couldn't make that shit up yeah so the one that bothers me the most is that and i don't know why i guess it's the bones thing but Uh. one of the slaves had their bones broken numerous times and set in unnatural position so that when she moved her limbs remained crooked and bent and her gait remained reminisced of a crab (gasps) so her her legs were all deformed and stuff it's like horror movie stuff so while some people are like, oh, the experiments, like, aren't true, yeah. stuff like that, that was true. Ugh. She tortured them. Jesus but then you'll Christ. see stuff that are like, she experimented with this or that, and, like, she cut up their bodies, and, like, one was, like, they put it, she she would put body parts in a vat and, like, show them to the slaves. Like, sh- stuff like that, it's mm-hmm. not proven. No slave has ever come out and been like, she did do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just over why, time. Why do you need to even add anything right. to that? So, like, if you hear something other than that, like, the spoon in the brain one, they were like, we're not sure. You see a hole drilled in, like, almost everywhere. So that mm-hmm. seems, like, true. But 10 years after this is the first talk of a spoon being in. So yeah. people are like, okay, was that just not brought up because it's disgusting? Or was it <sighs> like there wasn't a spoon and they wanted yeah. to add something? Like, ooh, new evidence yeah. found. It's like, what's the thing we could say was in there yeah. a spoon but also it's from the 1800s so maybe yeah. stuff was just lost you know what i mean like yeah, maybe a yeah, little definitely. paper did did say something mm-hmm. about it you know or and i feel like maybe back then newspapers might have been a little bit more cautious yeah when when reporting something that gruesome right, to the right. public they didn't want you know women and children especially like women were seen as like like you don't want your wife to look at yeah. that and see that and you know what i mean it's like oh you got to protect her mm-hmm. so it might just not have been you know yeah there is a book it's called the haunted house of rue royal in 1946 mm-hmm. all the information is found in old newspaper accounts interviews and neighborhood hearsay Ooh. which is where i probably i mean i searched the web for like newspaper clippings uh-huh. that's probably where most of them are from yeah. that book the author della vigny yeah sure um <laughs> she also declared that when the house was sold workmen went about the task of rebuilding it it's a very beautiful house uh-huh. this is where they found tons of human skeletons beneath the house in oh, all sorts geez. of pres- positions helter skelter barely covered with soil shreds of fabric still adhering to their bones some of the skulls with holes in them uh. they said the holes were for like um uh what's that called a, like a lobotomy thing like yes. th- she would stir up the brains to see what happens kind of uh. thing which is where the 
theories of her experimenting on people, but I think it was just a torture thing. Like, ooh, if I do this, it'll really hurt them. Well, I don't think she was like, let's see what happens if I do this, Mm -hmm. you know? Well, and there was also some, um, putting holes in the skull was also a treatment. Mm Mm-hmm back then and then some people also like experiment with it to like kind of get high in a sense oh i've never heard that i've heard of that um i don't know if it's true i know it's a treatment so it's actually pretty practical if you look it up there's a book and it's like it's called something like practical insane medicine or something like that and it's a big book and it basically talks about how these insane practices kind of made sense in a way because like stuff like that Mm -hmm. it was because people were going insane or stuff was happening to their bodies and they in their minds they were like we'll drill a hole and mix your brain up the drilling of the hole relieved the pressure in their yes. brain and the blood in their uh-huh. brain. So that's Which what makes helps sense. them. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense today. Like if you have blood on your brain, it could cause you to hallucinate and stuff like that. So that's what's incorrect. But you mm-hmm. know what I mean? But they just drill holes in you and be like, ah, oh, we mixed up your brain. You're fine now. And send yes. you on your way with a hole in the brain. Which mm-hmm. is like obviously not what yeah. it should be. Uh, it's called trepanning or trepanation. Mm. So the cops actually investigated all those bodies and Good. they concluded that they were all former slaves. Mm-hmm. So she didn't kill anyone but her slaves, but she killed a bunch of her slaves. After she left New Orleans, no one really knows what happened to her because mm-hmm. she fled. Um, a lot of people say she went back to France. Some people theorize. I think it's a lot of lore and they like mm-hmm. to just imagine. They're like, ooh, she stayed in New Orleans. Uh-huh. But she sent letters to her family and a lot of them, like to her daughters and her son, and a lot of them were like, I really want to return. And they would send back ones and they were like, don't fucking return, basically. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're going to kill you. Too. Yeah. <laughs> so they have those actual letters. Like, there's proof. However, it is weird because a man in 1924 discovered an old cracked copper plate in Alley 4 of the cemetery. Mm-hmm. And the plate read, Madame La Lurie, nay, Marie Delphine McCarty. Decide à Paris le 7 décembre 1842. À la de 6. So it's like when she died and when she was born, it's mm-hmm. a plaque. But that's why people are like, well, her body's there then. Because yeah. it's like, it's mm-hmm. not just like a metal plate that someone threw out their window. It's like a, it's a, a tombstone. Yeah. So people are like, well, why is it here? Did she die mm-hmm. and then be... Did, her family have her, her back shipped here. back here. Yeah. They don't know. So the ghosts. <laughs> um, there are reports. <laughs> yeah, there are reports of moaning, and um, coming from the rooms where slaves were said to be kept, mm. especially at the top floors. Mm-hmm. Um, there's footsteps that echo through the house. People have stood near the house and reported feeling as if they were taken over by negative energy. In 1894, a tenant of La Lurie Mansion, it had been converted into apartments at that mm-hmm. time, was found brutally murdered in his room. <gasps> His belongings were ransacked as if someone had gone through them. The police assumed he was a victim of robbery, even though nothing could be found missing. Hmm. Nothing was taken. It didn't seem Well, at least. I mean, who would know if something was missing well, like besides he had, him? Well, he, he had friends who came in and they were like, all of his valuables were still there. So all his jewelry. So like if I was going to just rob someone and they happened to die, I'd be yeah. like, well, I'm still going to take their jewelry, you know? Well, I mean. Or whatever. I wouldn't tell my friends about the secret cave of gold I've just <laughs> chipped into my wall with a spoon over the past few months. But, <laughs> uh, but um, so there is some interesting accounts. Um, they interviewed his neighbors and friends, and they claimed that he was having problems with spirits in his house. <gasps> his friends wrote it off as his imagination, but he did say something interesting. The guy claimed that his friend... The guy who got murdered mm-hmm. claimed that there was a demon in the house who wasn't going to rest until he met his end. And then on the site, it says this, which is just my favorite. <laughs> it says, which the man did in this very house. Never solved murdered. Murdered by ghost. And then I put absolute. <laughs> you answered <laughs> <Yeah>. the question. <laughs> I mean, there's more in between the never solved murder and murdered by ghost, but th- they don't answer it. So I was like, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, and and for a very brief time, it was an all-girls home, which Mm -hmm. is, like, almost the creepiest part of this home. (laughs) But girls would come up to their teachers and be like, like, look at my arms. And their arms would be bruised (gasps) or, like, gashed and cut. And, Uh like, one girl once had to go to the hospital for stuff, like, crazy stuff would happen. And then every time they asked the girls, like, oh, well, who did this to you? They... Every single time they said the woman and they like would describe her and they didn't know anything about mm-hmm. about the history. Yeah, of the house. obviously you're not going to tell like 10 year olds that a bunch of people died there. I would. <laughs> I would too. But and they oh, they some would say that woman and they'd point and there'd be like empty rooms and they'd be like that woman like they could see it. They could see her. Oh, 
And uh, Nicholas Cage purchased the <laughs> building in, ni- in 2009. He lost it soon after because of bankruptcy. Oh, God. No one has lived in 1140 Royal Street for more than five years. I thought they did tours. It says, as um, an oil tycoon from Texas is, owns it now and has lived there since about 2012 or 2013. Oh, Okay. So his time could be coming to the end because uh-huh. they say no more than five years people have lived there. Oh, wow. Ever since she owned the house. That's interesting. So that's it. I mean, huh. man. I think you might be able to, you can do like a tour. A tour I think it. probably like the downstairs or something. Because you can do upstairs. a You could do a ghost tour. Yeah. So, there, mm-hmm. but maybe you can just walk around it. I don't know what the ghost tour is. Yeah. I didn't like. Because, so the American Horror Story Coven this season mm-hmm. in New Orleans, I believe they filmed there. Yeah. Because there is a part where they are touring it in like a tour group. And I think it was filmed Yeah, I there. think probably. It would make sense to make the bottom floor be a, like a museum yeah. and mm-hmm. then the top floor be. Yeah, and it's I think so they big. have like original furniture and stuff yeah. in it too. So that makes sense. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> have you watched Mindhunter? No, but I want to. Okay. I watched the first two and I'm enjoying it so far. Yay. Yeah, I think you'll like it. Ghosted? Oh, I, 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 I watched the first episode, but I haven't seen the other one. Maybe. So I've heard that the second one is even better than the first one. Oh, the first one was so, so good. Yes, I need to watch the second yeah. one as well. Um, I feel like we have a lot of nice spooky things coming yeah, out. Yeah, well, it's October. This is the time. It this is. is all the fall premiere times. Yeah. So, like. We're definitely going to go see the snowman. Yes. I have low expectations, but I I'm excited. I have such high expectations. <laughs> Not like, ooh, this is going to scare me. Just like, this is going to be great. Yeah. Because it's like. It's like going to see, let's tie it back. It's like going to see a Nicolas Cage movie. You know it's not going to be good, but you know it's going to be worth that $15. Yes. $15. $11. I don't Whatever. know how much is a movie theater. It depends theater. what theater we go to. Yeah. Your first burn child. And what day it is. Yeah. I want to rewatch the Halloweens. Yeah, like the me OG. too. Or like uh, Friday the 13th too. Yes. I haven't seen, I've seen Halloween before I've seen Friday. You know what I mean? So yes. maybe Friday the 13th. You know, 13th. I have like no memory of either of them. Really? I don't Friday know Friday the 13th is Yes. It really is the best horror movie because it, it ties in everything. You're like, ooh, great backstory. I mm-hmm. know why he's doing it. I feel bad for him, but I feel bad for who he's killing. Yeah. You know, there's murders at the beginning. There's murders at the end. Murder, murder, murder. <laughs> you know, I learned um, the other day that there actually was a real Freddy Krueger. His name was Frederick Krueger. He, like, but he didn't come in your dreams. Nobody killed children. That's <laughs> oh, what it's based well, yeah. off of. But we'll talk about that in our... Um, Scary movies you didn't know were based off of real events. Yeah. Episode. What else? Oh, <laughs> like I've the ha- snowman. <laughs> the Definitely snowman. that one. <laughs> oh, mm. you didn't know Santa Claus was the snowman originally? No. Um, <laughs> we'll do Krampus. <laughs> Krampus. Yeah. Um, so, and I've also had this weird, like, urge to rewatch Trick or Treat lately because it's so I haven't good. seen that movie since I, like, I saw it, the, like, when I watched it, it, it mm-hmm. had first come out on Netflix or whatever. I haven't seen it since then. I really? I've only watched that movie once. I like it a and lot. And it's Katie. Katie, my friend Katie, she has a like the lollipop, mm-hmm. broken lollipop or whatever. She has a tattoo yes. of it. She loves that movie. Yeah. It's well, it's a really good yeah. movie. Yeah. I should really watch it again. We should. He watch like it. cuts the throats with the lollipops, right? He uses the lollipop a in lot. Some way. Yeah. He like stabs them. Yeah. Or something. yeah, yeah. It's one of those things where it's like a bunch of stories that meet yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Um. And we definitely have to watch Little Evil. That's oh, the, that's I, what I was talking about with Adam Scott. I watched it. Did you? It's so good. Is it I'd watch funny? it again. Okay. I need, I I need to finish it because I, I was watching it and I was like, <laughs> I need to pay attention to this. I was, he, he wanted to watch anime. So he watched a few episodes and he's mm-hmm. like, how do you feel? And I was like, we could watch anime all day. I'm not going to enjoy it. I will enjoy the company That's that you That's how I am with Mike. And he was like, well, what do you want to watch? And I was like, uh. And he was like, what's this movie? And he opened to it. And he's like, uh. And I was like, yeah. let's watch it. And he was like, well, I do like Adam Scott. And I was like, watch it. Watch yeah. it. Watch it. Watch it. <laughs> so we watched it. He thought it was really funny, yeah. too. So. And he's not as big as uh, a horror person. A horror person. As, yeah. As we are. <laughs> well, I was just the support group scene. I was like, I have to stop until I can like, concentrate so on this. Good. Yeah. So we have to. We have a lot we yeah. can watch. Also, just a reminder to our listeners, XX is really, really good. Is it XX or XXX? It's no, because it's just two almost X's. sexy. Yes, it's almost two X's. It's very good. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah. Okay, so we are Helen High Horror. We're Helen yes. High Horror on Facebook and Tumblr. Oh my. Oh my, and Instagram. And we're Hell High Horror on Twitter because it's too many characters. And uh, just like us. Yes. You can email your spooky stories to mm-hmm. Helen High Horror at gmail.com. Yep. Or any kind of story. Yes. If you just want to. S- just, just want to tell talk? us any story. You, you need a moment? We'll yeah. give you that moment. You want to rant? <laughs> yeah, we'll listen. Yes. Yeah. Um, we might not read it, but we'll listen. <laughs> we might not read it, but we'll listen. <laughs> uh, our Patreon still up and going. Yep. We're about thing. to record our October news episode it's gonna be good yeah so if you donate just a dollar um you will get access to that it's about the same length as a regular episode also um if you just have cash floating around and you want (laughs) to donate um puerto rico yes donate to them too please please. because they're they really fucking need shit they do you know. They don't need paper towels. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they need like water yeah. and food. Like yeah. Things that humans need to survive. Yeah. Things that we have just like on the daily. They yes. don't. So like they don't right if now. you have money that you want to donate something to, that would be probably the best. That would be awesome. California is on fire? Yes. Yes. Okay, good. Good. Yes. Good, good. My brother is currently a freshman good. at Cal Poly. <laughs> uh-huh. And he says a lot of his classmates have lost their homes. So that's not great. That's terrible. Don't so I'm sure there's a there's a relief. I don't know which exactly. I'm sure there. For I mean, I'm sure if you Google it, just make sure it's not the Red Cross. Yeah, fuck the Red Cross. Yeah. They will only give like they only give like forty percent or fifty percent or something to the yeah donation. It's like fuck. What am I? Salvation doing? Army too, because they hate gays. But give blood to the Red Cross. They will give yeah. all your blood. No, Red Cross <laughs> is great for blood, yeah. not great for disaster relief. <laughs> Yeah, they will so, give all your blood. They won't keep any for themselves. They'll give all of it. Yeah. <laughs> they're, it's not like they're running a secret black market vampire feeding business. <laughs> but it would be the perfect front. Oh, maybe they are. We'll investigate. We'll, we'll get we back will. to you. That'll be our first investigative piece. Yeah. <laughs> live. Yeah. Live. We interview Red Cross workers about so vampires. about the vampire. Yes. <laughs> and then we get kicked out and thrown in jail. It'll be fun. Yeah. It'll be really fun. You guys will have to bail us out. <laughs> uh, so I'm Austin Castelli. On Instagram and Twitter and Facebook, and I'm Witch Tips on Tumblr. I'm Reparata. Uh, I'm Reparata Anne on everything. On everything. I, I needed Austin to shake her head to confirm it. I was like, am I that? Yeah. And she's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> okay, are. Okay, that's me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and I think that's it for now. Follow our Twitter yeah. and our Instagram. We post things there where you've been sharing um, songs from our Halloween playlist. Oh. Reppy has a movie playlist oh, yeah, that will get up on of. there. And it's just the easiest way to interact with us if you'd like yeah. to. And uh, rate, review, or subscribe. Yeah. And uh, always helps. No, it really does help. It does. It it's helps nice a lot. to know that people are actually listening. To it us. does. Because when I when we record, I'm like, will anyone listen to this? <laughs> so if you could even just be like, I'm listening. Five mm-hmm. stars. Perfect. Good. And also, <laughs> um, through our Podbean, because that's our hosting right now, mm-hmm. we can see um, our like the the geography yeah. of our listeners. So we want to say hi to all of our non-U.S. listeners. Yeah, because I didn't there know. are some of you. I didn't know there would be some. There's some in like Australia. Ola. Oh. <laughs> Just everyone is Ola. <laughs> Good day, mate. Yeah. There yes. you go. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's really cool. We hope you enjoy listening to us. And if you're, you know, bilingual, we're jealous because you're a lot smarter than we are. Um, how about, um, Are you, are you? Oh my God. You learned some things? Yeah, that says, that means, um, hello, how are you today in Iceland? So you're fucking welcome, (laughs) Iceland. Thanks, Iceland. Is there anyone from Iceland listening? I don't know. We'll have to check. Just need that. If you're from Iceland and you're listening, tweet us. Tweet me. <laughs> <laughs> Marry me so I can move to your country. <laughs> yeah, I, we just, we don't have any listeners from New Jersey. Africa, <laughs> uh, I think. Well, we'll have to get We have some reach. in China, some in Canada, oh. <laughs> the 
was going to say. I won't do an accent. Yeah, let's not. (laughs) That gets real over real Uh, fast. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. So that's really cool. So thank you for listening if you're not in the U.S. And also Also if if you're you're in the the U.S., we could we love everyone. <laughs> and also we're sorry if you don't know what we're talking about sometimes because if we we just like if we're yeah. just like it's in this town in Louisiana like I was today, you may not know where the fuck that is yeah, and that's by okay. Florida. It's in between it's, Florida and, and and Texas. Yeah. It's it's by down. the water. On the water. It's down more. <laughs> that's all you need to know. Something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Baton Rouge is the capital. Oh, they God. have bananas. They have bananas. Yeah, that's like their fruit. Is, is the it? Ban- yeah. Their fruit is the banana. Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> like that's where Chiquita is? No, I don't think no. that is. I, I don't think Chiquita that's like a bananas were like in like Ch- Mexico. Chile yeah. or something. But that's like their thing. Yeah. Bananas. The banana. They just have bananas on their license plates or something. <laughs> that's just like if you steal Baton Rouge, Louisiana, there's always like a banana. Is there? Yeah, there's bananas a lot of places. That's so weird. I don't know. I have no idea either. I think they eat a lot of bananas. Maybe Bananas Foster started there. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I always, the South, I always think of peaches and oranges. Georgia and Florida. Yeah. That's what I Two states out of like seven. I know. There's so many. (laughs) Uh, Tennessee. Nashville. Country music. That's all I think. That's their fruit. Country (laughs) music. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think every place has to have a fruit. Yeah. Louisiana. Bananas. Now you know. Bananas. Texas isn't in the South, so who cares? Fuck them. They're Southwest. (laughs) They're Southwest. (laughs) I think they would disagree with you. Uh, Texas's fruit is a steak. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Yes. And then, uh, you know, you got... Uh, Kansas, that's in the Midwest. Who knows? <laughs> no, his name is <laughs> You're just yeah, you're just naming There's states at this point. Perrier, South Dakota. Why do you know the specific? <laughs> I am in a fourth grade classroom. Oh my god! They have to know states and capitals. That's why I know For banana. What reason? <laughs> they gotta know them. It's Doesn't very help important. Us. They can't Google it like <laughs> they normal can't people Google would. Because <laughs> we all know that children under a certain age are not able to use <laughs> yeah. Google. They need to know Des Moines, Iowa. They need to. <laughs> they need to. <laughs> okay. Um. That's it for this week, right? Yep. Okay, we'll talk at you next week. Happy hauntings. Happy hauntings. Bye. Bye.